Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. It's your boy Ethan, aka Easy Pull Up. I'm here with Terry Jenkins Jr. for episode number 33. Terry, how you doing, man? Doing great, bro. Um, enjoyed my day today, bro, from noon until now. Just packed with a bunch of basketball, some good games, man, some great offense being played. So I'm in a great mood, man. Absolutely. And if just in case if you've been living under a rock for the last, I don't know, week or two, uh, today today was the official first day of the NBA playoffs down in the bubble in Orlando, Florida. Uh, earlier today, um, from, when, from, from when we were uh, recording this, earlier today, Denver and the Jazz squared off for game one. Donovan Mitchell went insane, 57 points, but it wasn't enough to keep, uh, to keep the Nuggets away from, from getting the victory in overtime. By ten, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what, what was some of your what was some of your initial reactions, bro? Watching Donovan work, bro, because his game his game is sorely underrated. No, it, it sucks that that's the case, bro. Because it's like he does this every year. I don't know if you notice, but he does this every year. He did the same thing last year, um, and then I remember the series they played against OKC. And the way he showed out against Russ and Paul George, like he's an amazing shooting guard. Um, he's fast, he's quick, and it's not like he's not quick like um, what's good fast like dang quick, like you know just just fast all the time. It's a flash. It's like, and I think that's what causes defenders to be just you know so overwhelmed by his, his slashing ability because. It's everything's a flash. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's not really like it's nothing. It's nothing you can really prepare for, and he blows by you so fast because he, he, he's so fast. It's like put you fast. I can't really explain it, man. But yeah. his his lateral quickness is, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, so amazing. He's de- um, he's really he's. I wouldn't say he's deceptively athletic, like because because Dame is 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 totally is, is really deceptively athletic. Because yeah. just because he's he's um he's smaller, a little bit more compact, you know, you wouldn't expect him to have, you know, that much explosiveness. You know, whereas I mean I even kinda look exactly. at that with, with Donovan Mitchell too, bro, because kinda to your point about how you're saying that no one like people see they see him in the stat line, see him doing his thing, but he might not get a whole lot of respect. Bro, I compare yeah. I, I compare him and Damian Lillard one on one all the time. So just so the fact that he's doing this, like I'm not surprised, but I gotta admit, man. As far as as far as Western Conference guards go, Donovan Mitchell's up there for me, man. And today and today solidified he, that he has to be, man. And it's just crazy because the West is just so deep with talent. Um, mm-hmm. And by the way, just just to throw this out here, Donovan Mitchell reminds me of Dwayne Wade. Oh, he does his his quick ability to get to the to the basket, get the foul, the and ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, just on the offensive end, he's man. He's he's very deceptive, not in just in an open court, but in half court. Right. And you see the dunk today where he he double clutched, double he went clutch. under, he went under and came back up and dunked. You know, was, that was beautiful. Um, but it's crazy we're raving about Donovan Mitchell, and they took an L from an, another young, extremely young and extremely talented Denver Nuggets team. I can't remember a time. And I'm, I'm only 27, but even when it comes to like history of basketball, I can't remember another time there's ever been a team like Denver. Um, maybe a young Spurs team, maybe. 
Um, I just I, I don't because with the addition of Michael Porter Jr., like, does it really even count? Can you really say Spurs? Um, but Jokic is so talented, and Jamal Murray is extremely clutch. Again, another one of those players that shine in the playoffs, and we all know why. You know, Utah is is one of those mid markets, and me being in Texas, you've been, or you probably hear a little bit more about um, the Utah Jazz. You know, of yeah. course, in Portland, but here in Texas in the South, no no one really pays attention to Utah. It's not, and Donovan isn't getting the publicity as other superstars. And so, yeah, of course, he's not talking about same things Jamal Murray. Like, when you think of the Nuggets, most people honestly can't name a superstar off the Nuggets, to be yeah. honest with you, because the superstar only the Nuggets' name is Jokic. And centers don't get that much attention. And because that's the best player on the team, I doubt anyone else is getting a lot of attention, but but Jamal Murray played great, man. Michael Porter Jr. had some, some clutch threes. Um, he didn't have a great second half, but the first half he, he did well. And so it's another great young team. It's crazy because Will Barton and Gary Harris aren't playing right now. Still out. You know, they're inactive. Wait, and so I, yeah. for them to win that game, it was crazy. Also, Michael Conley, you know, maybe um, Donovan could have used some help definitely on the defensive end holding Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Conley would have been very, very clutch tonight. I know they missed him. Um Jamal Murray ate them up down the stretch. It was it's like no one can guard him. Yeah. I mean Joe Ingles, Jesus, bro, just stop. I would have took him out. I mean I would have took Joe Ingles out down the stretch because he defensively he was too big of a liability. Mm-hmm. And that's why they lost by ten because it just Jamal Murray became unstoppable. Yeah. He scored 20 points in fourth quarter in an OT, and I'm pretty sure probably about 16 points all on Joe Ingles, yeah. just making him look silly. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean that's kind of a that's kind of an interesting call out uh, about this uh, n- the Nuggets team. Do you say they're kind of like a young Spurs team? Yeah, yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I, and that's the closest I can get to because and I'm no, talking, no, no, I'm that's a good. About, I'm talking about like like prior, you know. I'm talking about even a young David Robinson, and, and then you have because if you want to throw in Bobo who didn't play, um, you can you can say that that young Twin Towers per se, even though Bobo didn't play together, then you have a great guard in Jamal Murray, and then just like a bunch of other pieces around that fit. Yeah, um, Paul Millsap being that veteran. Um, yeah, I mean the, the Craig no. even like Craig. Craig is a piece no one's gonna mention ever. Jer- Jeremy Grant is probably like who's yeah, and then Jeremy Grant, Jesus, Jeremy Grant is a great young player. Yeah, um, Jay stole from OKC, and he's sitting in perfectly there. Yeah, so Craig and Grant are definitely two underrated pieces on that team, and uh, exactly. I, mean, I I definitely agree with you, bro, in terms of just being uh being compared to the Spurs, um, like they had that fundamental big man, you know, uh, like they they have they have a a, a good a solid a solid above average. To almost excellent backcourt, right, and um, and then like a bunch of other key pieces, man, which is exactly how San Antonio has thrived for the last over the last couple of decades, and and it's it's even funny when you think about it, bro, because that style of play, the the I guess the archetype maybe or like the way that that team is constructed, I mean that's how that's how San Antonio got it, and now that's how Denver's getting it, and they're both smaller yeah. markets. And then that's how you end up getting more eyes on your market and like having people, you know, 
respect the coach. They, 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 then they, in turn, respect the organization, the GM, and obviously the players. So, um, so I mean, I do like what I'm seeing out of Denver. Uh, I, I do low-key have that series going to seven, definitely six, but I kind of I kind of see seven in a way. I, I just feel like, and which, by the way, I stand corrected, uh, Damian Lillard is actually one inch taller than uh, Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> according to my quick Google search. But Donovan, Mich- Donovan Mitchell plays way bigger than 6'1", I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. He definitely <laughs> does, man. Very explosive. Yeah. But um, I guess I was trying to segue into playoff predictions, and we can go ahead and start with uh, this series, Nuggets and Jazz. Uh, what What are some of your early-on predictions, bro? Who do you think is going to come out of that series in advance? Um, today, just it was tough. And I feel like this, this game is going to take a lot out of Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if he consistently I – and mean, he plays good in the playoff, but to ask him to play like this for six or seven games, um, which they're pretty much they're going to need, especially if Mike Conley is going to be missing um, probably three or four games in the series. And because of that, I'm going to give a nod to Denver Nuggets, and I don't think it'll go seven. I say six games. Okay. I got Denver in six. Um, again, pretty much I don't think it's going to be like – Jamal Murray, 36 every night. But with him, if it's not him going for 36, it's Jokic. If it's not Jokic, it's Michael Porter Jr. Or someone else gets hot. Like, you know, this Denver Nuggets team is deep, man. They're deep. Yeah. They have a lot of guys that play defense and they can shoot the ball. And they have Jokic, who's a seven-footer who can bring the ball up court. So, yeah, I got them winning in six. No, I definitely also have the Nuggets advancing as well. But I kind of, I guess now I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of walking back, and now I'm thinking six. The more I think about it, because only because if if we, if we were if they were all playing in arenas, right, with crowds and everything, like playing in Salt Lake is is vicious. Um, as is playing in Denver, as is playing in Portland, like it's just something about coming to the Wild West <laughs> and having to play, yeah. having to play in those arenas. But but uh, yeah, yeah. In in, in hindsight, definitely six. Or in retrospect, six, six for me with uh, with Denver advancing. Um, let's also take a look at. Let's finish up the West. Um, so let's go back up to the Lakers and the Trailblazers, and um, and I guess I'll, I'll get my spiel on Damian Lillard real fast. Uh, we just want to congratulate that brother, as in in the uh, Portland Trailblazers man for just battling, essentially treating each of the last four games that they've played like they were playoff games. Definitely playoff intensity, media scrutiny. Uh, you know, social media beef, you know, with the with other players, and on top of that, you're still balling. You're still putting in the work. Your team is still gelling. Defense is still questionable, but we'll talk about that. Um, and then not to mention, you released the the, the, the little four pack EP mixtape live from the bubble, if I'm not mistaken, on yesterday. This man does it all. So shout out to Damian Lewis. Shout out, shout out to CJ McCollum for closing that game. Uh. And, and shout out to Terry Styles. Shout out to the city of Portland, bro. <laughs> Proved everybody wrong. And now that's my that's my spiel on that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go and say something on that if you have to, bro. <laughs> I, I hate that it sounds like a farewell speech from you. It sounds like you think that this is it for Portland. Oh no, I don't. But <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but but at the same time, at the same time, I mean, I do have to table my uh, my, my 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 fan spirit. As well as my sports analyst uh, 
logic, but at the same time, I dealt. I just, I just had to shout him out, bro, because we, we're, we've always had to prove a lot of people wrong. We've always had to shock the world, and and I still, we got. I, I still feel we have a lot left, so we're gonna prove a lot yeah. this next series. Um, I'm gonna say right now, Lakers is six, but I will say this, and the only reason I'll say Lakers is six is because of Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I wouldn't say LeBron's going to have problems, but I don't think he's going to – this is going to be one of the series where he, he goes to 36 and 40. I don't see that. I see that being more of Anthony Davis just because I don't – I don't like the matchup of Melo potentially having to guard him at that fourth spot. And yeah. I don't know if Terry is comfortable enough to have Whiteside and Nurkic on the court at the same time the entire time. Because I watched that during the bubble. I watched a lot of Portland basketball down the stretch. And they're 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 pretty good on the defensive end together. I, I mean, as long as Whiteside and Nurkic gets out to the three-point shots, which when you have JaVale McGee and Anthony Davis, AD sometimes could linger out there. But, you know, he's not going to stay out there at the three-point line. Not like, you know, playing against other fours. But offensively, man, and you guys aren't the same team with those two in on the court at the same time. I would rather like I, I like seeing a three point option in that fourth spot because it allows you you guys to spread the floor. It gives Dame more room to drive. It gives CJ more rooms to drive, um, and it opens the floor up. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to see exactly how that lineup plays. Yeah, that Dame CJ. Gary Trent, or if they go Dame, C.J. Mello, um, Whiteside, and Nurkic. That lineup is going to be key to this series. Yeah. Because if, if Nurkic and Whiteside can give you good offense uh, while they're both on the court, and this goes seven games, I will give it to Portland in seven games just because of Dame. Mm-hmm. But I, AD is the X factor, man, and Hassan Whiteside is just a huge X factor. If he can, can give you some offense and minutes – because yeah. he's going to shine on the defensive side, but he has to be able to produce points. Right. And, you know, maybe this is a different series because the LA Lakers are, you know, last when it comes to points so far in the bubble. So we don't know exactly what we're going to see because that you guys are the hottest shooting team yeah. in the league right now. And so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this first game goes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Portland won the first game just because they're hot right now. But, my, I'm with you, my sports logic per se, because I've seen LeBron James do this so many times. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I doubt he gets taken out of the first round with a player like Anthony Davis. The scrutiny um, will be crazy. So I'm going to pick him in six. But if it does go seven games, I have to get the nod to Portland because they have more to prove. Dame has more to fight for. I feel like. Melo has more to fight for. Uh, guys like that, that, that I feel like they rise to the occasion. Yeah. You know, honestly, man, I guess I'm putting on my Trailblazer hat right now. <laughs> um, this this is about as open of a window as Damian Lillard will ever have in his career. And I hate to just pit that on the fact that the Warriors aren't in the aren't in the playoffs this year. But that they've always been our Achilles heel, you know. We we proved last year we that we can beat a team like Denver. 
holistically. Granted, it came down to seven games, but whatever. We're still advanced. We proved that we mm-hmm. can beat a team like an OKC team of last season that had Paul George, Russell Westbrook, which essentially is either a Houston Rockets team or an L.A. Clippers team. Like, we've proven that we can beat teams like that. You know, even take it back to Dame's second year in the league when we basically shocked everyone and uh, knocked out James Harden, Dwight Howard, and the Houston Rockets back in 2014. Mm-hmm. But there's, Thanks. but there has always been some roadblock, whether it's a Chris Paul-led uh, L.A. Clippers team, which, mind you, we, we, we've beaten them before. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, we've, we've beaten them, too, in the playoffs. You know, but there's always been, like, very unique roadblocks for Dame. And, like, the biggest one proved to be last year, none other than Steph Curry. And the fact that you don't have that in your way this year, from a mental standpoint, in terms of things that you've seen before and that you know that you're going to have to see again, you know, this is about as wide open of an opportunity that he'll ever have. Uh, So that being said, man, I, I want the Blazers to get it done in seven. I believe it's possible. I feel like a lot of this series, though, is gonna be put on the. It's gonna be put on Dane's back, but I feel like Melo's gonna share a lot of that load, just yeah. because you know you're facing your best friend that you've competed against since I don't know 2001, 2002. Not, not only that, they're in the same draft class. Like people forget. Yes. Melo and you can say this. You kind of could say the same thing about the Jordan class. But Melo, he's a Hall of Famer. We're all going to say Melo's a Hall of Famer, right? He's a Hall of Famer. I don't know about first ballot, but he's a Hall of Famer. That's because he played in New York City. I mean, he was great in Denver, by the way. Mm -hmm. But Melo has always been overshined by LeBron. So imagine, even though LeBron is later in his career, is also later in Camelo's year, so you couldn't really use that. But just imagine if a Portland Trailblazer team with Melo on it knocks out a LeBron James. Like, Melo has a lot to play for. And I don't feel like people talk about that much because. No, they don't. Because in the past, for some reason, so many people wrote him off. But he's averaging almost 20 points a game in the bubble. And, you know, last game he put up 24, and he was big in the fourth quarter. He's been big in, it seems like, every fourth quarter. And so, yeah, I'm just saying, man, Melo can hoop. I I expect him to show up. I expect CJ to show up. I damn sure no Dame is going to show up. Yeah. Oh, Nurkic oh. has, has looked great. And, my again, my only worry is Portland's, Best lineup will have AD being held by Carmelo Anthony. That's my only issue. Mm-hmm. That's my only concern. Um, man, I, I, there's just so much to unpack. I'm trying not to spend too much time on this, bro. But there, this series is probably the most controversial series. I feel like out of all the other series, you know what you're gonna get for the most part. Like I, like I mm-hmm. expect, I expect Denver. Denver, uh, uh, Denver, Utah to battle it out in some way to go at least six games. I expect uh, a series like uh, like Toronto and Brooklyn, like for Toronto to like at least beat them in at the very least five, but definitely a sweep. You know, like like, like 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 I know I know what to expect, but this one, bro, you literally don't know. And bro, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. This might be an unpopular opinion, or maybe 
you know, you, you could blame it on Portland bias or, you know, we're, we definitely got the beat L.A. mentality right now. But, bro, I, I don't know how bad L.A. wants to win the Lakers. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how bad they want to win. And, and only, only because they, they've had, like, an up and down, like, ebbs and flows, not necessarily in terms of, like, like the, the, the amount of wins, but, just, mm-hmm. but just, it just seems from, like, a chemistry standpoint, like, I don't know what type of, of Lakers team I'm gonna see in this series now. It's all gonna right. now. It is gonna come down to AD. You're absolutely right about that, Terry. And I, I'm I'm definitely concerned about that. I'm concerned about matchups. I'm concerned about uh, the rotation because, bro, and I and you, I even saw it in uh, I don't know if it's the Brooklyn game or the Memphis game, but I saw when Stotts had uh, had Nurkic and Whiteside on the floor together at the same time, and it was and it was it was it was efficient. And I don't, I don't think I had ever seen that this season, or uh, or just in general, like like out of Whiteside, a guy who usually you know just tapers off, you know, once he sees that, you know, in his mind, oh, I'm no longer needed. No newsflash, buddy, you're needed. <laughs> I need that ten and ten out of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and he has to be comfortable with doing that, bro. He, he has. He to. has to. And and right now, in in this scenario, in the playoffs, bro, there, there's no room for ego right now. And also, even in the case of uh, Gary Trent Jr., you know, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna show up pretty well this series. But you know what? Who know who else I really want to see, bro? And this is a bit of a stretch, but I'm only saying this because I I know how Damian Lillard gets in the first round of playoffs. He puts all of his energy into those five to six, seven games, or however many he had to play in the first. Right? We've all seen it. I know Skip Bayless, mm-hmm. even though he's been hating, but I mean, he had he had some points, right? Like, of course, Dame statistically hasn't necessarily delivered like a lot of his contemporaries only because he has to go so hard in the first series. Now, granted, you can't just be thinking ahead and playing for the next round. I understand that, you know, but at the same time you are. So with that being said, bro, I really want Anthony Simons to get, to get some decent minutes, bro. I want, I want Anthony Simons to get some decent minutes. I want him to shoot the ball. I want him to score 15 off the bench, bro. If he does that, bro, we can beat Los Angeles in seven games. Cause that's at least seven to eight minutes that Damian Lillard doesn't have to log. At least. Blazers and seven. I agree with that, bro. You say Blazers and seven? I got I gotta roll with it, bro. Blazers and seven. Logically, LA and six, but I'm going Blazers and seven official on the record. Facts. Okay. All right, man. Sorry about that. I, I put my soapbox back in my closet now. Uh, no, that's cool. <laughs> it's cool, bro. Put on for your team, bro. Got to, bro. Let's, all right, let's move on to Houston OKC, bro. Who you got? Houston OKC. Lovely story out of, out of OKC, by the way. Shay, man, we were talking about skillful young guards early in Dallas. Man, Shay is nice. Um Great point guard in CP3. He had a great year, man. And honestly, if we're going, if we were to go off the meaning of MVP, Chris Paul would win it because no one expected this team to make it to the playoffs. No one did. When he got sent to OKC, everyone was making a joke and laughing. They sent Chris Paul off to, to retire. And this man has a young team, has led this team to the playoffs. Not not just ah barely got in. They're in a decent seating. They're in the middle of the pack. Um, but their journey ends here. Um, I, I have Houston in five, even though Westbrook is out. Weirdly enough, 
they're, they're going to miss Westbrook. I'm not going to lie. But based off of what the Rockets do well, they're going to be more efficient without Westbrook. Because whoever's replacing Westbrook shoots better threes, which is probably House or someone like that. They shoot better threes than Westbrook. I'm sorry. It's just and threes count more than twos. Then we all know, and I love Westbrook. I love him because they're what well, they're gonna really miss him, of course, is gonna be on a defensive end. And then also when it seems like James is just dry, he can go get a bucket. Um but we all know Westbrook can shoot you out of a game. Yeah. And he's shot he's and and I'm a Westbrook friend. I'm, fan and you know i would like to be a friend um, but i'm a westbrook <laughs> fan and he's a cool guy man i, I respect westbrook because he gives you 110 percent every single second every night and there's not a lot of athletes who are longer than nba but period that do that um in any sport for real i'm just being honest man he gives you everything he has yeah i'm um, just guess probably why he you know he's still dealing with an injury now um I say the Rockets in five. James Harden is probably going to average like 42, 45 this year. I'm not capping. Uh, I don't know what's going on with his hair in the bubble, but he's hooping in the bubble. He he real deal is hooping. Um, they, they're going to get um, Aaron Gordon back during the series as well. Eric Gordon, my bad. Yeah, he's coming back the series. I don't know if he's going to be there for the first game or, or the second, but he's going to be back this series. Um, so, yeah. And Russ is supposed to, they say he may return during the playoffs, but I honestly feel like this team is more efficient without Russ, which is probably going to allow them to breeze by OKC. But they're just going to shoot the lights out. Um, and it could go six, but if it does, it's going to have to be because Steven Adams is just like eating that small lineup up a lot. But I don't, I don't see that happening. Excuse me, I don't see that happening. PJ Tucker, he's just, you know, he's PJ. Mm-hmm. He's a man down there, even though he's six six. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Rockets and Fives. I do like that take, and uh, and me, I I'm, I have to just check my mental thinking into, into two spaces. One, I gotta keep the same energy, <laughs> right? And 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 two, you know, I have to remember that this is literally like a Hooper's environment. You know, this is the twenty. This is the NBA best professional. Uh, basketball league on the planet, you know, where the best of the best play. This is like their 24-hour fitness run. You know what I mean? Just, just given yeah. the, just given the environment. You know, with that being said, that this, this is where the Hoopers are gonna shine. You don't have to worry about travel. You don't have to worry about fans. You don't have to worry about like, like the the typical NBA environment. Um, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Part of part of me definitely feels that that OKC could beat Houston in six. Mostly because of how I know Houston to be, but the only difference now than of old is that they have Russell Westbrook. You know, uh, D'Antoni, you know, has decided to not overthink this, right? Simplify mm-hmm. it, play to us, play to our strength, and uh, and just go small ball. You know, but will that be will that be enough, man? With Stephen Adams and even OKC as a team, like defensively, like they're 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 pretty solid. No, no, Chris Paul is a, is a is a defensive point guard in the first place, so you know he's 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 championing that in the locker room. Uh, you know that being said, though, man, and only because and, and again because sometimes, bro, you know when you're when you root for your team, bro, you, you try to pick the playoff scenarios that would best benefit 
your team because I know that Portland would have to play the winner of Houston and OKC. But man, you you just said it. They're getting Eric Gordon back. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Houston in seven. Uh, but my heart of hearts, you know what? Nah, nah, bump all that, bro. I want to get I want to get some con- some much needed controversy to this podcast. I'm gonna say OKC in six. There oh I, wow! There I said it. I said it. I said it, wow. man. I'm on, I'm on the way. I, I know I'm disrespecting Houston right now. I don't, I don't care, man. I gotta start. I gotta. I gotta start giving this podcast some controversy. And plus, on top of that, I don't want OKC to win the series and then come up and they're like, "Yo, man, I believe in my heart this whole time." No, 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 no. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta hold mine on this one, bro, and, and stand out and say OKC in seven. I feel. I feel that defensively, they're gonna really take it to him. This will be Chris Paul's greatest playoff series. Ever, <laughs> ever, bro. This this will go down. Chris Paul, Chris, no, Chris Paul's revenge. Chris Paul's revenge, bro. That's gonna be the theme of this series. And if I, I I'll, and I will eat these words, bro. If if they take the L, but at the same time, bro, Terry, you can't deny what an amazing year has been for OKC, bro. You lose your two best players who are top 10 in the league from last year. Dame basically dead the entire franchise, okay? Paul goes to the Clippers. Russ teams up with his with his with his with his bro, teammate of old that both of y'all drafted, mind you. Or or that that your team drafted, mind you. Okay, see. And now you get come on, man. Come on, bro. It's part of the sports narrative that we all love and know, man. It has to happen. Chris Paul's revenge has to happen. Steven Adams needs this, bro. Robertson needs this. This is it, bro. I'm going on the ledge. All right, man. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Very passionate on this episode tonight. Episode 33. Um, so so we, already, we already discussed Denver Denver and Utah. You and I both got Denver going to six. So let's get to uh, the two and seven uh, Clippers-Mavs, bro. That, that game's actually going on right now as we speak. Bro, what's your take on that? I got the Clippers in a tough one. I got the Clippers in seven. I okay. feel like it's going to be tough. I feel like this is it's, it's going to be a slob. I feel like this is going to be the best series right now out of all the other ones. I feel like a lot of people are anticipating the Lakers in Portland. Um, and, but I feel like a lot of people are missing this matchup because Luka and Porzingis are crazy talented. And the mask is shoot the lights out, man. I understand that Kawhi's a great defender and PG's a great defender, but these guys can shoot. Seth Curry can shoot. Tim Hardaway Jr. can shoot. Philly can shoot. And guess who else is shooting from Kentucky, mind you, who couldn't hit, I mean, not one jump shot straight out of college, but Michael Kidd Giltress is out there shooting, bro. He's he's hit two big threes early on in this game. Um, so I... I got the Mavs getting the Clippers a, a tough run, man. I got it going seven. I got the Clippers on seven. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna echo that. I'm gonna echo that. Uh, you know, I feel like, I feel like just Luca alone. You know, he's played. He's been in these moments before, bro. Since he was like a teenager. He's not new to yeah. this. He's true to this. Porzingis is, is gonna continue to pose himself as as an even bigger threat. Curry is going to continue to pose himself as a bigger threat. Hardaway Jr. Bro, honestly, Dallas has so many great or so so many solid players on their team that just equate to them being so competitive. Uh, but yeah. but definitely this this is going to be a series where your veteran experience is going to kind of carry the weight for you. Kawhi is not going to let this team fall to the wayside. 
Uh, neither is Paul George, neither is Pat Bev, neither is Lou Will. You know, Morris has shown himself to be effective as well. Yeah, yeah, dog. I got Clippers in seven as well. But uh, but yo, so in the East, so let's start. Let's start it off, man. But first of all, what is, what is, what has just been your take on just the posture of the Eastern Conference coming into like the playoffs? Obviously, it's spearheaded by Milwaukee, everyone's favorite to kind of like you know get out of this thing and do it. But I mean, is it is it really as cut and dry as what we think it is? No, I, I don't think so. I think um, the Boston. Well, I said Boston. Boston <laughs> Celtics, I, I think they're a real contender, man. I, I do. I think they can contend against Milwaukee. I also think the Miami Heat, depending on what, what Jimmy Butler we get. If we get Jimmy Buckets from last year, I know they got killed by, you know, probably the luckiest, sh- luckiest shot in NBA history here and now. I mean, still to this day, the bounce that Kawhi Leonard got around that rim was crazy. Um, but Jimmy was balling the entire series. Like, every game, he was hooping. So we get the same Jimmy, man, against Milwaukee. Miami can upset him. So I feel like it's going to be good. But I feel like this first round for each team is going to be kind of easy. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'll just go through my, my picks real quick. Uh, it's, it's not going to be hard. I'm not even going to overanalyze it. Milwaukee's going to sweep Orlando. It's going to be easy. Toronto's going to sweep Brooklyn. At first, I was like, "Oh man, why is this? Why is this the Toronto versus Brooklyn games on NBA TV after that?" And then I watched the game, and Toronto was up like by thirty. And I was like, "Okay, now I see uh, <laughs> why these games are going to be on NBA TV." Because yeah, yeah, ESPN is like, "We don't want those games." Uh, <laughs> and then Boston and, and the Sixers. This is going to be probably the only good one um, because it's going to be close probably every game down the stretch, but. Watching that game today, man, they had no one who can hold Jason Tatum. Without Ben Simmons on that court, they have no one. I mean, Jason, I mean, not, yeah, Jason Richardson, he did his best, but he, he could not stay in front of Jason Tatum. I mean, his footwork is impeccable. The moves he has is crazy. So uh, it's going to be a close five game, but I got. I got the Celtics winning in five. It's going to be a close, probably the closest you ever saw. Um, this was probably going to be crazy to some people, but I got Miami sweeping Indiana. I mean, TJ Warren had a great story during the bubble, but they don't have a clear all-star right now on Indiana. They have a lot of good players. Victor Oladipo is a good player. TJ is a good player. Uh, Miles Turner is good. Sabonis is good. But they don't, they don't have... I don't have anyone that just scares me at all. And this Miami team can shoot the lights out. Uh, and they got Jimmy Buckets. And then they got Anna Bayou, who's been hooping lately. So I got Miami sweeping them. And that's it. That's a wrap for the East for me. I got Milwaukee. I got Milwaukee sweeping Orlando. I have Toronto sweeping Brooklyn, just, just without question. Uh, Boston, Philly. Uh, initially, I had this being a six, like a seven seven game series with Boston, obviously winning six to seven game. But Ben, they're, they're just missing Ben Simmons too much. So I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a co-sign you on the Boston in five. Uh, but you're right, each game is definitely gonna be a hard fought game. Uh, but it's gonna become demoralizing for for Philly after a while. And uh, and you know what, Indiana Miami, 
I I actually I, I mean I got Miami winning the series, but I I don't think Indiana will get sweep or get swept rather. I I'm gonna go with Miami in six though. I like I like Miami in six. I like Boston in five. So so yeah, we're, we're basically mirroring. It's just how many games did you say Boston? Uh, five. In five. Yeah, Boston in five, Miami in six. But yeah, man, I'm 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 very excited that the playoffs are here, man. You know, definitely want to shout out to the to the NBA for finding a way to make this work, man, and for delivering basketball back to the fans, man. Uh, we honestly, bro, you can't take sports for granted. Can't can't take it for granted. Can't take this life as we know it for granted. Uh, we also just kind of touch on other sports going on right now. The MLS, uh, the MLS is back. Uh, like their whatever the name of that cup was, uh, the Portland Timbers took home that championship or that title on uh, on last week. So shout out to the Portland Timbers, man, bringing it home to the city. Um, you know, baseball is still in full swing, no pun intended. WNBA is going, is still going on, obviously, and, and then you have uh, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs is also going on as well. Still, still a lot remains to be seen with the NFL. I know with college sports, um, what Pac-12 came out last week, Terry, as well as uh, the Big Ten, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, the SEC, did they release? Did they announce their schedule today, or is that going to be next week? I, I'm, I think it's going to be next week. Yeah. Um, but what, what, which conferences decided to play and which ones decided not to play? So Big, Big 12 is playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I S- know that. SEC, ACC. Yeah, I think the ACC is confirmed. And uh, Big Ten said no. Pac-12 said no. A lot of smart schools. Uh, certainly. <laughs> um, yeah. Hold on, just trying to confirm the ACC. Because uh, cause that one, that one actually kind of shocked me because uh, I actually expected them to to not play. Yeah, I, I, I expect that once one conference fail in line, then the other ones would. But, yeah, that's that's the NCAA for you. Yeah, it is, man. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll keep our eye closely on that. But until then, man, it's definitely going to be nonstop basketball NBA action uh, from here on out. Uh, and y'all keep it locked, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in, rocking with us. Also want to shout out to, uh, to Keandre. As I know him as Dre, you know, and to and, and to Zoe, who are also our frat brothers, man. They are from this uh, from Memphis and huge Memphis Grizzlies fans. Just want to shout out, shout them out, man. Shout out to Memphis Grizzlies on an amazing season. You know, Ja gave us thirty eight and like or thirty five and twelve, I think, in, on like a broken thumb. I mean, that 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 kid has greatness written all over him, man. That that team, that franchise is on the come up. So so I like to salute Memphis, man, on a great season. And uh, yeah. t- Terry, did you have anything else to add, bro? I was just gonna say, great young team, man. Great young team. Uh, ja, rookie of the year. It's not a question. Not uh-huh. even close. Not even close. But on that note, man, Terry, I appreciate you, bro, for another episode, episode number thirty-three, man. Yo, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in, Terry. I'ma holler at you. All right, bro. All right, bro.